Hey there, I am so excited to let you know that my upcoming book, Building Your Money Machine, is available for pre-order. Now, you might say, why do I want to pre-order a book that I'm not going to get until June 11th, 2024, when it comes out? Here's why. First off, it's going to get you access to a, a whole handful of wealth resources that you can't get anywhere else. They will go away. These are special resources, trainings and tools and, and templates that allow you to implement them into your life, to get financial freedom started in your life. The whole idea behind this book is to alight the path to financial freedom so you get the chance to live a life of choice not a life of need, to be able to choose what you do, when you want to do it, with whom you want to do it with. And yet we seem to not want to talk about financial freedom or money or wealth because we demonize it. But the fact is, is that it's just a tool. And if we use the tool correctly, we have a richer lifestyle, but we have a deeper impact. People's lives are better. And I want to have that conversation and I want to have it frankly. I want to have it openly. I want to give you the step-by-step -step process to get yourself the financial freedom. And that's what this book does for you. It's about getting your money to work harder for you than you did for it. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to yourmoneymachinebook.com. Check out the wealth resources that you get for free, but they're going to expire. So you need to pre-order the book today, put your information in, and then we'll make sure that we get you the resources to get you on the road and on the path to financial freedom. And until I get a chance to see you on the road or see you on that path, always, always strive to live a life that outlives you. See you soon. Hey there, Mel Abraham here, the author of the number one best-selling book, The Entrepreneur's Solution, and the founder of Thoughtpreneur Academy, where we teach you how to capture, package, and monetize what you know, the ideas, the insights that you have, the unique perspective that can change people's lives so you can have greater impact, income, and more freedom. And welcome back to this episode of The Entrepreneur's Solution Show, and in this episode, we're going to talk about how to communicate effectively. How do you shift people's thinking? How do you get them to start shifting how they think about things? And I'm gonna introduce you to a framework that I call the communication pathways, that when you get a command of this, when you get an understanding of this, you have the capacity and the ability to navigate communication, whether it's negotiation, whether it's speaking, whether it's with a spouse. So, I mean, think about this, a spouse, a loved one, a, a child, to understand the different ways, the pathways to get your point across, to, to shift someone's mind. And so, so that's what we're gonna walk, walk through in this episode. And if you wanna get the downloadable framework and, and everything, the communication pathways, just go to melabraham.com forward slash session zero seven five and uh, you can download it there or if you're not at your computer and you happen to be running around just text me my legacy one word to three eight four seven zero i'll make sure that i send you the download link and uh and get you going so let's get on with it Let, let's let's touch on this whole thing about shifting people's thinking how to communicate effectively now why is this important uh and and i know for me i didn't get this straight listen i'm a i'm a I'm a left-brain thinker. I'm a CPA, uh, you know, an, an accountant. So I am into columns and rows and numbers and analysis and data and all those statistics. And and what I didn't get when I was getting going through school when I first started going into this is that I thought the numbers were the only thing that mattered. 
And the actual thing is that the numbers actually don't matter at all. It's the communication of what the numbers tell you to to the people that it matters to. So the communication to me is, is one of the greatest skills that we can nurture because we can move people, we can shift people, we can motivate people, we can effectively change societies, change communities, change dynamics. We can change global change because of our ability to communicate. So if we don't get this right, the challenge is that we're never hurt. Now, think about this. Now, you may not be in business or you may be in business. This can be in a business context. It can be in a personal context. If you're in a relationship or you're a parent, think about what it's like when, when you're not heard. If we don't get the skills right, if we don't understand the communication pathways that exist, we're not heard. And when we're not heard, guess what? We're not going to get anywhere with, with the things that uh, we're trying to uh, kind of get out there. And if we're not heard, the other thing is that we have no impact. It means that the challenge is that we're not getting them to change their behavior. Remember, the idea behind thoughtpreneurship, thought leadership, is that I want to take people from, from one state to another state. In other words, I want to get behavior change. And the way we get behavior change is to get thought change first. And the way we get thought change is understanding the communication pathway. So we need to have an impact on them with the way we communicate. And if, if we don't get that right, we ultimately end up not being fulfilled because we're struggling all the time. We're not getting uh, our point across. We're not getting our insights across. We're not having meaningful conversations and discussions that move us in a direction that would fulfill us. But here's the cool thing, that when we do get this right, it's music to our ears. You know, when we start to have a dialogue that's meaningful, when we see that our points are resonating, with the people we're talking to, that it's moving them to emotion, to change, to action, to doing things differently, to doing things, or maybe not doing things differently, maybe doing the same thing, but doing more of it, whatever it is. Maybe it's just simply getting your kid to clean up their room or, or you're negotiating a big deal. It becomes music to your ears because all of a sudden it's resonating in, in the point. You get a chance in the process to shift people's thinking. The idea is to get some lights to go on. The idea is to get them to see things maybe from a different perspective, maybe from a, a different ideal. It's not about maybe we're gonna change their mind, but maybe we just open them up just a little bit that maybe down the road things shift and change. So if we get it right, we get to shift people's thinking, and if we really get it right, we build a movement. People listen to us, people jump on board, and now what we have is an army of soldiers, a family unit that's going in the same direction based on values and alignment and congruency. Or maybe it's a team in your organization, whether it's a, a multi-level network marketing organization in your downline, or maybe it's a, a, a big billion dollar company or, or multi-hundred million dollar company or small startup, that we get alignment and we build a movement to move them towards a specific goal. And so, so this whole thing is really, really important. It's the crux of your success. It's the crux of you being able to shift and, and build and move people to allow them and, and entice them, if you will, to be part of your journey. So if that's the case, what do you need to know? What are the things that are really important that you need to know? So the first thing that you need to know is you need to forget your bias. We all come to a communication process with a bias. In other words, like I said earlier, I'm, 
I'm kind of a data guy. I'm a left brain thinker. I have numbers. So I have a bias towards statistics and data and and those types of logical processes that will will create something in that way. And so I have a, had a tendency at one point to communicate from that perspective only. So what we need to do is evaluate where we are. What is our bias? You know, are we someone that is a you know, is, is, is it focused on data or science or statistics? Is it focused on um, more process? What is your bias? And then forget it. Now, I don't mean forget it completely. What I mean is that we need to make sure that we, we communicate beyond our bias. Because if we don't, then we're only going to touch a little bit of the audience and if our audience happens to be one person spouse significant other business partner negotiation and that isn't their bias you have you you have a problem because their communication won't land so it's, it's similar to if you haven't read it it's a great book to read Gary Chapman's uh, love languages in other words if you communicate with a love language that isn't consistent with the, with your partner's love language Although you think you're showing love, they don't receive it in the proper way. So the key to it, and you hear this in NLP, is that that um, the effectiveness of your communication is the results you get. And the fact of the matter is that I believe that communication isn't a two-way street. It's a one-way street. In other words, it's my responsibility to get my point across. It's my responsibility to communicate effectively. If they don't get it, it's not their fault. It's mine. So I need to communicate beyond my bias to move through it. The second thing to, to realize is that I need to touch all. In other words, I need to understand all of the biases, all of the different perspectives and preferences that are out there, and I need to touch all of them because I don't know who's in my audience, especially if I'm public speaking in, in, a, in a big big venue or I have a group of people because I don't know everyone there. Now, if one-on-one, -on -one, I may really understand what's driving that person and, and it may drive it home. But the four, the, the pathways, the communication pathways will help you with this. And then the, the third thing is you got to use the right tools. Each type of bias, each type of uh, pathway has different tools to bring it to life. And so that, so you need to understand the tools. I'm not going to be able to get into all the tools in this in this session but we'll at least get you to understand the pathways to do that so so that's that's what you need to know I, I i need to get rid of my bias i need to touch all in other words i need to be able to be full spectrum and i need to use the right tools so how do we do it well let's talk about the communication pathways and once again talk about the communication pathways i'm going to jump to my ipad we're going to draw this out for you we're going to walk you through the communication pathways so you understand what drives them and the types of traits that that, that each pathway has so you can communicate to them in their if you will love language if the, in their bias in their language per se all right, so let's jump to the iPad and let's get let's get rolling. And now to help you out, this will help you out if you focus on one idea, one insight, one concept that you want to get across to per, to someone, and not some global element to begin with. Just so you understand this, because there's going to be different things that you want to deal with from time to time, and I'm going to ask you to consider the different communication pathways for each and every insight that you that you come up with. So so we're going to start off with an insight. 
Now it could be like for instance for me one of the one of the big things that I say is is uh, work-life balance is a myth. So that might be the insight that I'm trying to to talk about. Now the, the interesting thing is that you've got four different communication pathways. Now you are going to find that in many cases you have a tendency or a bias to one or two of them uh, but we need to learn to communicate in all four to make sure that our point hits home make sure that we grab the whole audience and it allows you to navigate and flow from one to the other when you do this upfront and understand it so the first is is the one that I was talking about with myself and that is a data wonk I call them a data wonk this is the person that is a much more detailed thinker down on, on the bottom versus versus a, a much bigger thinker here at the top. So what happens here is that we need to realize that we've got the levels of, of thinking that we're trying to navigate. We're trying to make sure that they understand and that we communicate with them. So if I'm dealing with a detailed thinker like myself, an analyst, someone that, that is looking at data, I want to see data. I want to see proof. I want to see these things. So if you talk about something that's really conceptual and it's it's a big picture stuff, I may it may not grab me and that, that becomes a problem. So I need to be able to communicate that. The other thing is is to realize that detail thinkers or uh, people such as, as myself, we're typically a our our choices are made from a low emotion standpoint versus some people make more emotional decisions now there's a there's now this is a what I would like you to do is think about this not as an absolute but as a spectrum so we all have levels of emotion we all have levels of thinking we all have different levels and we move within them but we need to, as a communicator, we need to communicate to all of them. And so how do we navigate that? It's to be aware of, of these folks. So data wonks, data wonks typically uh, have the traits of being very grounded, uh, very systematic, very analytical, and there's a desire to see proof before they move or make a choice. So we need to make sure that we, we give them proof uh, in, in dealing with that. The other part of that is that if I go over to this side here, you're dealing with what I call the storyteller. Because now we've moved still at the detail level, but more emotional. I mean, think about it. When you, you talk, when you see someone that's telling stories, there's a lot of detail. There's a lot of life that comes to it. There's a, there's a lot of descriptive information and adjectives that allow you to see and be in that story. So there's a fair amount of detail. And there's a whole lot of emotion because all of a sudden you see yourself in, the, in, in that story. So the typical storyteller is someone that's a, a relator. They're... Um, they are typically are much more memorable because because of the stories they tell and they are compelling because the story themselves uh, is typically more uh, compelling so then we go then we go up to the top the top right and the top right is what I call the visionary 
Now, visionary, they're, they're high emotion and much more bigger thinker. I mean, you think about someone like an Elon Musk is a, is a, a very visionary person, a very high emotion person in the sense that he instills emotions. He, he generates emotions out of people. People jump on the bandwagon with them. They're very passionate. They're very idealistic. They're, they're people that will come to a thing a problem, a situation, an issue with what, what my friend Brian Tracy calls zero-based thinking. In other words, if we could do something, let's visualize what it would look like. How would we do it? And that type of thing. So I think it becomes important to understand understand that. And then the, the, last, the last communication pathway is what I call the architect. This is the person that you'll see drawing things out. Um, they're the builder. They're practical. They're trying to find simplicity on the other side of complexity. They're, they're very visual in nature, uh, logical in process. So you may see them using processes. You may see them using doodles and diagrams and, and things of that, that nature. So, so when you think about communicating, it becomes important to realize that you may have an audience that has a bias to one of these four, but by and large, in order to get your points across, to be able to, to speak to the big thinkers, to the detail thinkers, to the low emotion, to the high emotion, we need to, we need to build out our insights, our ideas, the things we know to, to satisfy and bring in the data wonks, the storytellers, the visionaries, and the architects. And when we do that, we're going to captive, capture and captivate the whole audience in one of those different vices. But if you come in like like my like I said mine is probably uh, data wonk and architect is probably the two strongest ones for for me. If all I did was speak from that perspective, I'm not going to capture everyone. So when I first started to move away from the accounting and working with entrepreneurs and, and uh, building thought, uh, thoughtpreneur practices and that type of thing, I needed to learn. I needed to learn how to work on the right side to be able to bring vulnerability, to be able to bring emotion into it because I came from a world of, of bullet points. I came from the world of data. I came from a world of statistics. I came from a world where most of the people who were in the audience were the data wonks, so they loved the data and I could just be comfortable. I was, these were my people. But the fact of the matter is if I want to communicate effectively, if I want to communicate more broadly, if I want to communicate and shift people's thinking, if I want to shift them into action, if I want to create movements, I need to have the flexibility to develop myself to be able to speak, to communicate in the four different communication pathways. And so, so that really is, is the process. And, and, and like I said, the the key here is to at least understand and identify that there are the four communication pathways, the architect, the visionary, the storyteller, and the data wonk, and understand that maybe you have a bias to one or two of them, and to realize that we got to get rid of that bias and figure out how we can take our insights, our ideas, the ideals we have, the wisdom we have, and communicate it out in all four pathways to really make a difference. That's what's going to start to separate you. That's what's going to start to, to do the things you you really are looking to do, to, to raise yourself up, as, as we talked in the last episode, to that authority level, to have that impact focus, if we're going to look at it that way, and to be able to see, be seen as the go-to person because you are shifting 
minds. You are shifting thinking because you've understood how to communicate more effectively. So let's do that. Let's go back in and, and now start to ask yourself when you're going to communicate an idea, when you're going to communicate an insight. How do I communicate to the architect? How do I communicate to the data wonk? How do I communicate to the storyteller? And how do I communicate to the visionary? Because when you do, things are going to open up. All right. I hope that you found this of, of uh, help to you. I hope you found this of, of value. Uh, again, if you want to get a copy of this, if you really want to, to understand this, then just go to melabraham.com forward slash session 075. You can download it. Or if you're out and about again, you can uh, just send me a text. My legacy, one word, 38470. And I'll make sure I send you the download link. Do me a favor. Let me know what you're thinking. Let me know what's going on with you. Let me know how I can help you. Let me know what you want to hear about next. And we can we can make sure that we get it up on, on one of the other episodes. Try to give you some tools. Try to give you some templates to make it easier for you to, to shrink that learning curve to bring that to life. And if you have a specific question that you want to ask me, just go to askmelnow.com and leave me your question and we'll get to it. We'll make sure that we get to it. Do me a favor. Uh, if you would, share this with someone. Share this with someone that maybe could use the tools to communicate more effectively because I really believe that communication will solve a lot of society's problems. It will shift the dynamics of your relationships, your business, your success, everything you have in your life. And do one last thing subscribe. Hit the subscribe button right now. Stay with me. Make sure that you stay on this journey with me because I want to have a dialogue with you. I want to be there as your back pocket mentor. I want to be the one that can help you out if you have any questions. So you can post your questions, leave me your questions, but subscribe, stay with me, share this, and I look forward to you seeing you in the next episode. Until then, may your vision be grand, your journey epic, and your legacy significant. See you soon. Cheers. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you subscribe so you get access to all of Mel's business and success tips. And if you like this episode, share it with a friend. If you have a specific business or success question, you can ask it at www.askmelnow.com. Remember, it's all about being bold, dreaming big, and living life your way. Because the world needs you. Until the next episode, may your vision be grand, your journey epic, and your legacy significant.